What up? Welcome to a podcast of Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 242. On this episode, I'm joined by Snappy. We talk about the Patreon, Merch Shop, Snow Week, Cold Weather, Video Games Delivering, The Pipeline, Electric Grid, Crypto and Stock, Smoking Ganja, and a Cookbook. Plus a bunch of other shit. Thanks for checking us out. podcast with mo what up we're joined by snappy hello hello uh back for another what i'm gonna predict is gonna be the shortest episode we ever have because i don't have anything and then before this episode we talked about everything we had so we'll see uh now when that happens you we rarely talk about it again very long so we'll see how it goes um, I do need to get to our Patreon, patreon.com slash podcastmo. Go there, give any amount of money. You can become a patron. Uh, if you have a dollar more a month, get early access to the podcast. You know, like last week, people got some early access to the music podcast. Um, it seems like people liked that, you know, so hell yeah. And um, be like my mother, Hurricane Haynes, Marshall, the Dharma Initiative, Bear, and Pow Wow, and be a co-producer. Get a shout out like that every time. And uh, yeah, co-producer the podcast. Congratulations. Hell yeah. Appreciate it. Also, we have a merch shop at shop.spreadshirt.com slash podcast mo. Go there and get a t-shirt if you want. Have not sold merch in a long time. Um, I need to make sure that it fucking works. I haven't even looked at this link in well, a long time. Last I looked at it, it worked. Well, that's good. Uh, so I look at it and dream from time to time. Right. Like, maybe I'll buy another. <laughs> I'm not like, maybe I'll have money one day. <laughs> right, right. Um, all right. So, I think uh, that's all the important shit. Also, I sell some beats. Y'all should buy some of my beats. Because um, that ain't happening. In a long time, either you know. Well, here in Ada, Oklahoma, we've got more snow than we uh. Right. Well, it's not just in a long time. Right. It's not just here. Uh, it, it's all over Oklahoma and Texas. There was a time a few days ago. I'm sure you saw the picture of the meme of the map that Oklahoma and Texas were the coldest places on Earth. Like for the whole Earth temperature, we were the coldest places on Earth. I did not see that. I was like, colder than Antarctica. Colder than the Arctic. Um, because we were the polar vortex. I mean, the polar vortex was over us. Uh, I don't remember when the last full day. I mean, I've had days where I went and worked two or three hours. I don't remember the last full day I've had off. It's been a minute. Right. Uh, I've had a lot of days off. Um, and a day like today, I'm working. I guess I don't know. They haven't. They've been real weird about it because typically, if they distance learn. So last time we talked about how they didn't get snow days. Well, they did. They actually got two snow days this week. They gave in. I know. Which totally makes sense because they're doing rolling blackouts for electricity purposes so if a kid couldn't use the internet or whatever it may make makes sense um yeah so they've done these rolling blackouts uh or they've done these snow days because of rolling blackouts but then they did distance learning but it was like teachers stay home so it makes my job not really needed and so i stayed home as well um but I don't know if like I'm gonna be paid or not. You right. know? I haven't really been told me. I'm just hoping no one thinks like, about well, it. Well, you didn't clock in, right? Like, well, I would have drove up there, fucking clocked in, Actually, went back home, and came out and clocked before out. Before the snowstorm hit, I told my boss, I said, "Hey, if it comes a time where I need to drive up here to clock in and drive up here to clock out the other day, I will do it." Right. <laughs> I was like, I would take that Hell risk. Yeah. Uh, because I think there will be nothing else to do. So, um, yeah, we got a lot of snow. A lot of snow. Um, what have you seen any official? Uh, measurements? No, my my wife was telling me she watches the weather pretty good the other day. We got like 
what was it, six to eight inches the first time, and then it waited a day, and then another one, something like that. I want right. to say it was like 10 to 12, 14, somewhere in there. Right. Well, I would say uh, looking on my little legend. See, I don't know where to, where you're supposed to measure at either, but, you know, I had certain spots in my backyard that after the second one was, you know, eight, nine inches, but then also like on a board, you know, like this ledge in front of my house, that was easily a foot. Like, right. I don't know, just somehow the way it Oh, uh, there, there are several places I stepped, and it went damn near to my knee. Right. I mean, at different places. But I have been trying to deliver pizza in this all week. Right. And yeah, I was in your truck for a moment, and uh, I could tell it does not handle great. It does not. Ever since we took it to the shop, we have had it aligned. We've had the tie rods fixed twice, had it aligned again, had the wheel bearings fixed, and it's still the same fucking issues. That's why I was like, fuck it. And that's why I took it back for my son and we traded the cars because I didn't feel like it was safe anymore. Not if I can keep fucking trying to pay mechanics and it's coming back worse every time. Well, it just had a boat quality deterrence, which I get there was slush and ice and stuff, but there was. No, it doesn't handle well, man. Right. Um, So, yeah, anyway. uh, So over the last week, uh, since last time we recorded, we actually uh, we said, you know, the snow was about to come in. That's what they're all predicting. And uh, that that is exactly what happened. I just kept snowing and snowing. And what was cool is here in Oklahoma, we never get real snow. We get like ice and sleet and a mixture. But this was like we got actual snow, like the whole all of it. Like there was not one time of sleet. It was like all real snow and it's real fine. It's like Keith. It's kind of yeah. like Keith, but snow. And so, like, it takes a lot to make us more, you know, it takes more to make a snowball than you would think because it is so loose, mm-hmm. like the way it is. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome. And it's so cold. It's been like a ne- the negative degrees, which, again, when it gets cold here, it's like 30 degrees. And don't get me wrong, 30 degrees is fucking cold as fuck. But that, that's our typical, holy fuck, end of the world cold. This was like, hey, guys, it's going to be zero. And then in the negatives, and we were like, huh. And then people's fucking pop. I know Skinny's pops froze. He came over here the other day. Uh, yeah, of, so I know there's been a lot of issues. A lot of businesses pop froze. I mean, they're doing rolling blackouts. It's, it's not really been a good time. And then people was like trying to demand you still deliver pizza. And then half the yesterday there was only three restaurants in town open. It I know Brahms is one. Papa John's, Brahms right across from your house, yep. and Taco Factory going out of town. Oh hell yeah! And that was like, but still we wasn't getting business because. The Papa John's, it seems like they're getting more Lada, Bing, Happy Land, those type of outside of town deliveries. Right. And not really so much in town. But with the other places, it gave us an opportunity, well, at least to try to get. And then there's this one spot I know better to go down. Our road curves around and then starts going down on a hill. But it's got a right turn off of this main street that goes down to an even deeper hill off to the south. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would not want to go down it when it's raining. Right. Much less. And I was like, okay, I made it the other day when it first iced and I got up at okay. But what they was doing when they was clearing the roads is they was clearing the main roads and pushing all the slush into the intersections. Right. And so I made it back to the top of the hill, but then there's other truck coming the other way and they had to get out. So it left me paused and I lost my momentum. And so I start going back up and then I hit that slush just wrong. And boy, my truck went back in between these two deep ass hills and my back tires dropped off and I got it to stop. My front tires are still up on top of the road a little bit and I had one more delivery. So I got it out and I started hoofing it over to the village because it's about a half mile away. Right. And I got picked up about two thirds of the way and uh, they helped me finish delivering that one. And I was walking back to the truck and then the owner got me towed out, took a couple hours, but... Uh, she got me towed out, which, you know, other places wouldn't have done for me. 
Right. And then I went back and took some more deliveries. And then I didn't deliver yesterday because I was like, no, nah, it, it's fucking horrible today. I ain't doing it. Right. Yeah. Like two days ago, the roads were good. So we had the first round of it. Um, and it got, it really didn't get bad. I mean, the roads were, I'm sure, bad like that day, but it actually, the sun came out the next day and the roads thawed. At least me. I live half a block from the big. Busiest fucking road in town. And so uh, I could easily just get on to Mississippi and go wherever I needed to on Mississippi if I needed. Um, but Skinny came over that day. Um, and I was like, hey, drive me around your big ass car because my car weighs nothing. And so I don't know how it's going to do on this sauce and shit. And he was like, dude, the roads aren't even bad. But, you know, Skinny took me to the dispensary, basically. I was like, give me another dispensary. And I went all the way out to Toppers. But all those roads are good. All the way out there. I figured, yeah, you know, like, well, no. eventually it won't be. But no, like. Uh, Arlington was amazing. Mississippi was amazing. Broadway was amazing. Like, I will have to shout them out. Again, uh, not many people from our town here of Ada listen to this podcast. We're definitely more of a uh, global or national podcast here. Um, but normally, our city's really shitty with the, the salt and the sand and the dirt. And all. They did really good this time, I thought, and overall, yeah. like for the main shit. They did on the main roads, but like I said, the way that they, you know, because I was talking to someone else, like most places... They'll have everybody, and they'll all push it off to the right. Right. So it's pretty uniform, but they were just pushing it wherever, and there was, like, extra buildup. Like, say, I'm going down Mississippi. I wanted to turn on 13th. My ass end's going to slide. Okay. And that was like that almost on every street. Well, I would yours say, was fairly more clear because a lot of people went to fucking Brahms. Live you. So, so Brahms has the clearest uh, parking lot in town. <laughs> like it's really good. Um, so I went. We've eaten there twice. Whenever I'm like, oh, let's, let's go over there. Um, yeah. So we had the first round. Went out and got you know some supplies. Came back in. Was like round two is coming. It happened. Then I didn't leave. I haven't left until today since that then. Um, cause I was like, well, no need to get out. We bought food and shit, you know? And like yesterday I kind of, you know, made, I get 50% off where I work. So I kind of made something for everybody that was in the house and, right. you know, I kind of like all the $6 less items and, you know, it still fucking cost me 30 bucks. So right. I mean, but hell, I mean, I actually kind of like where I work now. I kind of like the, the food a little better. I don't quite like the sauce. But yeah, I you brought us one, uh, an Alfredo one. We love Alfredo. We had these steaks so. called Papa Diaz that you can get good. different steaks. And the boss made one today, and we split it. It was a Philly cheesesteak, and I think it has ranch, Philly meat, onions, and cheese, man. And it was fucking delicious. Hell yeah! My wife likes the one. She gets a Papa Diaz with Alfredo and then some meats, and it's just that dough, and it's just got the toppings in there. You fold it over, kind of like a sandwich or calzone, right? Ish. Um, uh, other snow week things. Uh, keep it going. Skinny's pops bus or one of them. Not if they bust, they froze, you know. And I, so everyone, of course, kept sharing like, hey, you need to, you know, leave your water dripping. We had new pops, which, of course, cover on this podcast when that cost a fuckload of money. And so I was like, they said if ours freeze, they're actually good. I mean, they'll just thaw and be good. You know, that's like the whole benefit of this new shit we got. Uh, It's like this flex pop hose shit. I don't know. And uh, but we kept all of ours dripping, you know, like every night and shit. And uh, so we never had that happen. Um, but it was dripping all the time. I went outside, or me or Koopy, I went out and started our cars every day. You know, the first day was definitely like a, took a second to get Koopy's going. Right, but Koopy's finally went. It was after crazy, because there's a push start. You know, it's a newer car, and it was like, like, it was like, it couldn't make up its mind, and so I just stopped it, and then I hit it, and then hit the gas, and then when I revved it, it turned over. But it was weird. It was a weird moment where I was like, oh, I've never dealt with the push talk. Right. I don't know what it's doing. I weird. wouldn't even know how to problem that bitch. Right, so uh, that was weird, but we, we kept all of the cars warm. Um, you know, really done some maintenance. You know, I felt like tried anyway. I had Colton, and I done my wife's yesterday, and I had Colton do his yesterday. So... 
Right. And then uh, play lots of video games, of course, during the snow days. Nothing quote unquote good. You know, like I didn't like I have some games like story games I want to start and real or like finish Assassin's Creed someday. But I tried the other day and I was like, man, it's just boring to me. <laughs> it was good at first. And then it just hit a wall. For some reason, I'm like, I don't know if I can finish this. <laughs> it just gives the same thing over and over, you know, and I get, of course, that's what all games are. But um, Trin tried to call in. And they said, nope, we'll come get you. <laughs> she wasn't very happy. What did I do, Dad? I said, if they're going to come get you, there ain't shit you can do. Yep, you're going to work. I was like, they called your uh, call in and raised you one. I mean, right, there I mean, is, I mean, you got to be appreciative at this point. I was you, like. Right, I mean, that's like saying, like, I can't come to work because I'm out of gas. And they said, well, we'll bring you gas. Right. I mean, they took your excuse and they solved it. Yeah. You know, that's just it's not always uh, what you I want. I had no issue with that. I'm like, you're beat. <laughs> Yeah, and so she just wanted a snow day, basically. Yeah. That's funny. Um, yeah, but I've been playing a lot of games that are like simulation games. Uh, like there's a game city called or a game called City Skylines, which is just SimCity. It's like someone made remade or made their own version of SimCity, and it's kind of like annoying to play simulation games in a way because you're like the manager of a city and you zone places and you make streets and it's like and you're out of money take a look like it's all really stressful shit when you really stop and think about it but for some reason i lost like a good five hours straight of just fucking clicking this shit i mean like god damn it why not play this game and then uh the day after that i was like ooh, there's this uh game development simulation game i, I used to really like and i was only five trophies away from platinum and that I'm going to get back into that again. So I played that for the last 24 hours and it's like, even like it makes your eyes burn after a while and the graphics aren't good. Like there's nothing about it. That's like appealing, but I'm like, I can get those trophies, but you have to like do the shit on like the legendary difficulty, which means it's really fucking hard. So I'm probably going to give up on that. Uh, quest. That's not very, I mean, I know I'm kind of competitive video game, but when it's so difficult that I'm not even enjoying it anymore. I, right. Well, it's not like this song competitive because like no one cares. No one's going to look at my trophies and be like, ooh, look at that. I mean, you're, you, I can I'm play against a robot and I'm fucking competitive. Right. I mean, uh, <laughs> I don't know. They, they are competitive, but simulation games are more of like just to waste time to see if you're smart enough to figure out what the programmer did or something. Kind of like the owner of a franchise, I guess. Right. Yeah. I mean, you're basically, you're flexing all your smarts. Um, in that that weird way, um, I thought there was another game I've been playing. I've, oh, I've been playing my Vita with Final Fantasy X a little bit, slowly getting through that. Um, it's a game that I mentioned with Koopy that when I, about two months before I got a PlayStation Two, I bought Final Fantasy X. Like I didn't even have a PlayStation Two yet, but I knew my mom was gonna give me one for Christmas. Right, a really good feeling. I was getting one for Christmas that year, and so I just bought it and then just set up my entertainment center because I don't know. Uh, I'm sure you didn't actually, but I was an only child. So in my room, I had like our old entertainment center in my bedroom and it was just this huge, massive piece of furniture that had this big fucking big back TV on it. And so I just put it up on entertainment center and was like, someday I'm going to play that shit. And that was a mistake because then I got real fucking excited because I loved the previous Final Fantasy games. And then when I played, it, I was like, this sucks. I mean, it's good, but it's kind of sucks. You know, I was like all disappointed. Right. But now that I'm replaying it now, I'm like, you know what? This game is pretty good. I remember you not liking that game. You was like, that Final Fantasy game like sucked. Well, different ones. Different ones suck. And was uh, it you didn't like? Was it seven or something? No, no. Uh, or seven, I definitely like. Eight, I don't. I mean, I, I say there was one particularly that you just more liked. than a, a recent one. Uh, Final Fantasy fifteen, I tried and was like, I just couldn't do it. Yeah, and I got stuck on the tutorial. The tutorial kept glitching out on me. That's the one. Okay, and I was like, fuck this game. But even that one, I've thought about playing because Rusty texts me and he's gonna play it. I'm like, oh. I will be popping in Valhalla at some point. It, it's it's not bad. Like I think it is good, and I think you would like it. I will, but it's just like like I told you, it's just like I fucking work at some point right. every day. You got to wait till the TV's free too. That's yes. the other thing. You compete for the TV, and um, 
I do think you'll like it, and I liked it as well. I just, in the middle of playing it, went and played the zombie motorcycle game, which I loved, and it was so fast-paced in comparison that when I went back, I was like, why is everything so slow? And it's like, well, it's only because I went and played this other game, but it's not really slow. I mean, I could move my game system out to the garage where I could smoke and play, and I'd play a lot more then. Right. But, you know, I get up and go smoke so often, I don't smoke in the house, and the garage was an add-on, so it don't have the same ventilation, so it's perfect. Right. I remember, uh, just you mentioned the whole smoking and playing games, when me and Powell lived together, you know, it was like, fuck our deposit. You know, like, that was kind of our attitude. Like, not to be too, like, we weren't destroying it, but I'm like, we're smoking cigarettes in this fucking house, you know, because right. we both smoke cigarettes at the time. And I had this awesome green ashtray that I think Penny or someone gave me this huge glass ashtray. Like look like a fucking big salad bowl or whatever. And um, we would just smoke cigarettes nonstop, you know, and it would be like anytime because we play a lot of NBA 2K together, like the season modes where we have our creative guys on there. You'd be like, all right, bro, fourth quarter, down by 20, turn the hats backwards. You know, and you're like, lot up a cigarette because there was like any important video game moment i had a lot of cigarette because that was it was just tied to my addiction or whatever and uh it's about to get real shit's right. about to get real it's gonna get real it's a lot of cigarette and so then i'd play with like a cigarette between my fingers but still hitting the yeah. thing. and then my cigarette would be like bouncing back and forth like uh i remember all that so vividly that whenever i moved in with koopy and koopy wasn't having smoking cigarettes in the house you know because she doesn't smoke cigarettes and shit and uh I would have to like pause the game and then go outside and I, it, it didn't ruin it, it but does. It, it does. It changes it a lot. And so when I quit smoking cigarettes a few years ago, I noticed how like I could knock out hours and hours of video games now, right? Cause I don't have to stop and go outside yeah. and be like, well, here's a good stop and spot. And I'll go outside and smoke <laughs> a cigarette. Um, but we used to just ruin our carpets, me and Pal, because I was just ashing the, you know, I was so into it, like, <laughs> ash was just falling on the carpet, going everywhere, and it was Man, like, fuck it. I had this old manager at Mazio's when I first started at this one in Ada. Every night counting cash, boy, he'd, he'd light up his cigarette, he'd take one drag, and he'd put it over in the ashtray. He'd be counting his money and enters payroll. He'd take another one at some point, but seriously, he took, like, two drags off this entire thing, but it had to be burning the entire time. When that one was out, he'd put it out, light up another one. <laughs> I mean, but I was just like, you're not actually smoking. This. I remember when Marlboro's switched their papers, because uh, it used to, if you lit a cigarette, it would just burn till it was done. Yeah. Like you're saying. But at some point in time, they switched it to, for like forest fire prevention, you know, or some publicity thing to where if you didn't hit it after a while, it would just go out. And at first I hated it, but then it got to where I was like, fuck, that just saved me half a cigarette. Hell you know, because yeah. you look over and you're like, oh, hell yeah. So right. it was one of those things you got used to. I used to the motherfucker burn forever. Yeah, for sure. Uh, good old cigarette days. I'm glad I don't smoke. You know, I thought about the other day. I was like, man, it's so crazy to me. I still, you know, that I don't smoke. And I even think about having one every once in a while, but I'm like, no, I don't want to risk it because, you know, uh, that was my shit. Yeah, we could talk about tipping in this fucking snowstorm. <laughs> These motherfuckers ain't been tipping worth a shit. The other day, I took 12 deliveries. Anytime I've taken 12 deliveries on a fucking snow day, that's an easy 100 bucks. Yeah. You got to think about that. 15 of that's mileage, so 85 bucks, I mean, on 12 deliveries ain't that big, ain't that big a stretch. Right. You know? No, I made fucking 48 fucking dollars. 15 of that's mileage, so that's $34. That's not even $3 of delivery, people. You guys are fucking outrageous. Not tipping, man. I just uh, don't understand not tipping. And then you're like, oh, our bosses care about us, gave us off work. Then you're going to call a minimum wage pizza delivery driver for no fucking tip over to your house. Go fuck yourself. I agree. I agree. That is some bullshit. Um, 
I don't know if I brought it up on here, but when Pow Wow was doing the podcast with him and Skinny were both on that day, um, you know, we did that podcast and then we started doing the music podcast. And I forget that Pow Wow's the type, like, he has to go out to eat, right? Like, if he's serious, like, where are we going out to eat at? Where I'm the top, I could just go like hours without eating if I'm like, let's do other, you know, if we were like hanging out and spouting, like, fuck yeah. it, bro, I ain't waste time. I mean, but he was like, no, man, let's eat, let's eat. And I'm like, we're in the middle of a fucking podcast. So I don't know, one of the episodes, so in April, when this episode comes out, the best of 14, I want to say it's Lou Cash's song. And that song is when the DoorDash lady showed up because Pat was like, oh, dude, I'm a DoorDash premium member or whatever, where you can get some shit. And I was like, he's like, I always use, I use DoorDash all the time. So Pat was really into it. We ordered Portrios and it was the best meal I've had in months. So like, it really did like. I've heard your food's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I'm a big fan. Um, I know you hate them because you think they have horse meat. Meat, even if they no, was, I it's delicious. <laughs> um, like I said, it probably is unbelievable tasting meat. Um, but. It was really good, right? And then we, so we just sat there and ate all his food. And I was like, hey, we still got to finish this podcast. <laughs> like, it was a very odd uh, scenario. But I, it was a good experience with DoorDash. But I have no idea how much he paid for that extra, you know? Right. Because I didn't, you know, I, I just gave like 20 bucks. And so when you pay like DoorDash and Texoma, because I could see what I charge. Some restaurants you have to use a card to, you know, pay. Right. And I know what I pay and I know what's on the receipt. And sometimes it's fucking double. Right. That's what I was thinking. I told Pago, hey, I got 25 of my wallet. Does that cover mine and Koopies? He goes, oh, it's good. But I know that power, even if it didn't, he would have said, yeah, you're good, you know, because that's the type of person he is. Man, I, so. dep- <laughs> man, here's the thing about them places. It depends on which restaurant you order. If it's a high caliber restaurant, guess what? You're getting charged more. Right. And some of the things when you order on DoorDash are automatically inflated $1.52. I'm, I'm sure Powell does give good tips. You know, he's the top because right. he worked as a waiter. Oh, forever. man, there was a big rant on it about uh, Facebook about it yesterday. And my ex-boss was got involved uh, and uh, he worked at Dart and then he door dashes and uh, someone's like, I've been waiting an hour. And it was in the middle of the ice store and probably wasn't very many. Well, actually, it was yesterday. I, we wasn't even delivering where I was at because I said, no, it ain't worth it. And uh, they was like, there's probably only a couple willing to do this. And if the tip ain't right, the DoorDash will have the option to decline. And most of them do. It's, like, if it's not a certain tip amount. They just decline your order. Yeah. I know like uh, our our homie Brad, uh, he's in Pittsburgh. I think he said today he had to just take it off because their roads are too bad. So, I mean, that that's just part of it. Yeah. So, um, oh, another big thing kind of related to the snowstorm is Texas. This power grid has become a big hot topic issue. So, very quickly... And I think it's just uh, now I'm going to be like my all my opinions are painted from a couple of podcasts I listened to about this because I was like, I need to figure out what the fuck all this is about because I keep people see people post about it um, very quickly. People are like, this is what you get or th- be thankful that you have power. Thank our oil men. Right. right. That's what everyone kept. That was the first wave yeah. of Facebook messages. And I'm like, yeah, of course. Of course, that's their job. Like, I just think it's weird. <laughs> When we have to act like people volunteer for shit, they get paid for, you know, and I feel and I don't want to be like anti-military because this next episode, I think we have like someone in the military going to be on and skinny, you know, is a veteran and shit like everyone I know that was my age and went to the military did not do it for free. They got it for the bonus. They did it's like get a new truck and shit. So I just think we lose sight of that sometimes. I'm like, hey, you know what? The oil field guys, they're not doing it because they love oil. They're doing it because that's how they can make the most money. Now. I don't know. It's just it's just well, weird the way people talk about it. Well, the hot topic lately is it's been they've been getting trashed on so bad. No, no, it's the pipeline thing. So the pipeline thing is the hot topic issue. It's been for for years and years, and everyone's like, see Joe Biden trying to kill it. In my opinion, 
I don't care if they put a pop line. I care that they're forcing it on people's land who did not sign up for it. Whenever the government or whoever is going to take land from the natives and say, no, we're putting a pipeline here. I have a problem with that. Now, if they bought, if they went through, got bought all the rights for all of the land that that whole pipeline covers, I think they have more than legal rights to do that. Yeah. But I just don't like them taking well, land. In my opinion, and I think that's what they're doing in North Dakota. In my opinion, it's no different than me owning my own house, but I have to go get permits to build inside my house right. from the city. No. I mean, why do they have an interest in something I bought and paid for? Well, I don't think that's. I, I mean, mean, why can they tell me what I, to do? I get your point. It? I don't think it has anything to do with the oil pipeline. I don't well, see I'm the just di- saying comparison. there are restrictions. I mean, they're telling what them, restriction? Well, not restrictions. They're telling them that hey, we're going to put this pipeline. Y'all didn't sign up for it, but this is what we're going to do. That's kind of what yeah, but it's on the government. It's like. Some company that's making the is it pop just a line. company, and I think the government has to approve it Does because it? they're taking it from native. From I don't again, I don't know all the. I just know the native protests where you can't put this shit on our land; it's going to pollute our water. And people are like, "Good fuck out way, pop line's good for everybody." Yeah, and I'm just like, "Well, just buy, go buy, go I mean, make they're a being big, forced, but I get forced to do right. shit too." Get like a big saying. C curve around, you know, like just yeah. buy other land. I just don't see why you have to. I don't know why they can't curve it around the water. That just yeah, I don't it doesn't know. That's make any sense to me. I mean, they could, they've read. Look at the roads; none of them fucking and straight. Again, just to be fair to the pipelines, uh, statistically, they're fairly safe. Pretty, I mean, like as far as as many of them we have in the ground compared to how many actually leak, they're pretty safe. The ones in the oceans aren't that safe because whenever they do go bad, they go bad real quick because you know just fucking straight over in the ocean. But and then you look at lithium battery mines because uh, something people don't talk about in Afghanistan ever. Their whole reason we're in war in Afghanistan and have been forever is. Because they have lithium. They have the highest amount of lithium than any other country in the world, I believe, at least at the moment, to our knowledge. And that's what we make batteries out of. And we know if we pull our troops out, China will just pull their troops in because they also want lithium. So like that's the whole reason American troops are there, I believe. And But if you look at a picture of a lithium mine, it looks like the worst pollution ever. So like for anyone to be like, hey, it's the future, yeah. you know, it's good for the environment. You're like, well, not really. So, But at the same point, I don't think the government should be able to come in or company or whoever come in and say, oh, I'm just going to use your land and there ain't nothing you can do about it. Right. I think that the I, I don't agree with that. But at the same time, I just don't feel like it's a it's really a color thing. Whites versus natives or anything, because they do the same thing in housing. Like they tell me how I can live in my house that I bought and paid well, for. The it. government anytime can use eminent domain to take stuff uh, like black history month here in spot Cohen, who I hope is in politics forever. He was a libertarian advice presidential candidate. This last time uh, he has a black wife. So like a lot of people can't really question him on his like, Hey, so he's been sharing a lot of shit in black history month of like, Hey, here's some real history. And something I never knew about is, uh, and I really wish I could. I think the, it was like Seneca Park or something. Anyway, uh, north of New York City, um, some black people got some money back in like the 1800s. They bought their own land so they could kind of, you know, have their own community and not people wouldn't really bother them. And they let Germans and Irish that were also kind of like on the bottom of the rung of white people at that time. They let them in the community. They could buy and everything was great. But then the government came in with them and a domain took all their land and then they turned out into Central Park, which now everyone's like, hey, we all love Central Park. But it's like, well, that actually all believed to a bunch of freed black people that they stole it from back you know, a, i don't know there's it's a, an area in tulsa almost the same kind of story oh it, i mean way worse in tulsa the tulsa race, know, it was bad they called the tulsa race riots but that's not fair it's more of like the massacring of educated black people like they just started uh killing and dropping bombs on the wealthiest 
part, you know, the wealthiest black area in the in the world uh, at that time was in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It talks about a little bit on The Watchmen on HBO. If anyone has that, it's the, super good. The story's popped up a few times, you know, and you get little snippets. Of See, it. I learned about it in high school, but apparently something's come out where like less than 10 percent of Oklahoma high schoolers. New, we're taught it in history. I was not taught this. So I mean, yeah, I've learned it like in the last five years. I mean, right. It's it's pretty. I mean, it's a really awful story. I mean, know? I think the really I really think the best way to look at it is through the Watchmen. If you happen to have HBO, because it's done really well, and I'm sure it's a little blown up, but like it plays a major point in the story. So yeah. like they keep bringing it up and stuff. Um, but yeah, Tulsa race rats is what they call them. Again, they need a better name because. People weren't riding. They were getting bombed and they ran out in the streets of like, holy fuck, we're getting bombed. They weren't, you know, like so even what they call the Tulsa Racer, actually, I was taught it was still with the a slant to make you and think. It wasn't they it were, really, it wasn't it about land also? They wanted that particular part of land? Uh, no, white people. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to say it. <laughs> right. Um, God I'm, damn it. I'm not sure exactly their reasoning because, I mean, the National Guard was brought in and shit, too. Like, the go- it wasn't it's like the government was also involved, uh, but I'm not sure their reason. I thought it was just to, like, bring down black folk who were doing well. That's how I've always read it. But uh, They almost, like, wiped out, like, an entire <coughs> black community. Like, it was a huge community. It was the biggest one we had. Yeah, there yeah. was. I mean, some people at are, that moment. I mean, they're still very upset, you know, they live in the area. Powell's yeah. from that area, so he's always known about it and right. shit. Um, brought it up. Um, but power grid shit in Texas has happened. Listen to a podcast about it. And um, more or less what I've kind of gathered, and I don't know all the shit, Um is Texas has an independent power grid that isn't attached to any other state, and they even have multiple independent ones um, that aren't attached to each other. So, like El Paso, for instance, I think has like been good the whole time. Like theirs is ran by a totally different organization than runs the one that's in Dallas, and the you know they just do they done a better job there, prepared or some shit. Um, so I do got to defend Texas, and I hate to do this because I hate Texas. Um, but this is like a historical, like in modern recorded history, it's never been this cold in Texas, you know. So like for them to even think it would happen, it was like a pretty crazy scenario, you know. Uh, so everyone like they should have known. It's like why should they have known? It's never happened before. Like I don't know. It's just it's weird. Um, but they aren't regulated uh, because they are Texas and they're all independent like that. Uh, so whereas in our states we have to have certain reserves because of some federal regulations, Texas doesn't. Um, so they kind of got caught with their pants down that scenario. And then what made it dumb was they came out very quickly. Like we said, start with the oil field shit, you know, think our oil field workers, but then they lost power and they weren't like, Oh, our oil field workers didn't come through. They immediately were like, uh, cause wind turbines, you know, and that sounds bad. They said that wind turbines were frozen, but I guess like Minnesota's, uh, like the top wind turbine person people as well. So like their officials kind of been like, that's not an issue. Like our this happens ours all the time. How about we send a big ass group and go learn then, right? And you so, know? Uh, you know, they're like y'all are just blaming shit because you, you know, Texas leadership like uh, governorship was blaming that instead of actually what the real issue was, which uh, I think it was there just wasn't enough natural gas. You know, the price of natural gas skyrocketing because it. The, everything about energy is like the stock markets. You know, it's like they make so much because they have so much storage. And then if they ever have too much in storage, like, fuck, we got to get rid of it. This is with oil, with in, with electricity, with gas, with all of it. Um, and so they sell it cheaper. And then whenever they have less on their shit, they charge more. It's just how that works. And so all of a sudden shit went up and then people couldn't buy as much or do whatever. Uh, and then they just ran out. They just didn't have the the resources they're used to because they like there's never been a time in Texas history that that many people have had their heaters. You know, they're like space heaters plugged. Right. Like it just 
It just never happened. I didn't even think about it. Let's say El Paso was frozen over. Come on, man. I mean, El Paso is pretty warm. Right. I mean, San Antonio. I mean, they don't even run air conditioners. They run that water cooler system down there. Swamp coolers. Yes. Yeah. They don't even. Yeah. That's what they run in the summers. Mm-hmm. Uh, our homie, um, forgotten one who's down in San Antonio, you know, he got snow down there and I've been in San Antonio where I was like, there's no way it ever snows here, you know, but right. so like, I do kind of think they deserve something, but the Texas leadership are dumb for blaming green energy when it's like, actually that wasn't the, it was a combination of all of it. It all kind of sucked and you, you just weren't ready for this shit. And then I read a story of there's some co-ops where you can buy energy at at whatever market value is, like I said, it goes up and down. So if you need energy at like a 3 p.m., it costs however money kilowatts, you know, however much money per kilowatt. And then if you do it in the middle of the night, when they have all this extra store, they will pay you to take it. And I remember reading about that a few years ago. Um, Fuck, I just about put up different, big lottery in the middle of the night then. Right. Well, I, I've heard stories of like uh, places like, I want to say it was Germany, but I don't quite remember that they put so many wind farms and it caused so much electricity. They started paying customers to use electricity because they just had nowhere to store it. Like they had to take it. So like people were making money from the electric companies on certain days. And I was like, that's crazy. So, um, but anyway, this is the exact opposite scenario where people are getting charged crazy. They were at these market rate value plans where they're like, Hey, you're going to get charged thousands of dollars for electricity this month. And if you don't cancel immediately and you know, that would fucking suck to have to cancel your electricity in the middle of uh, a blizzard yeah, <laughs> you well, know, or whatever. Like, uh, and yeah, here we did. I never lost power. They uh, did a thing an hour out of power in your side of town. Yeah. I'm assuming because I'm by all the grocery stores and stuff like I got spared. They're like, well, we'll keep that, you know, the businesses up. But um, it would suck to have to like have your power. And I know in Texas somewhere like Arawati, our other homie in Texas, he's had you know, he has power outages throughout the day, I think, or some shit where he's at now. So it is crazy. It would suck to not have power. All right. No, because I was like, yeah, it's going to snow. Of course, everybody in our town freaks out and destroys Walmart. Like yep. they buy them out of everything. Like my wife come home freaking out and I just got home. Man, I couldn't find bread or potatoes. We ain't going to make it a week. And it's kind of at the start of it. And I just drove over to 10 box, got bread, got potatoes, drove back. Right, you know, cause it was like two, three blocks, yeah. And uh, so I was like, you know, no one goes to ten blocks. They ain't figured out. It's I mean, I go to yet. these two. I've I've been going to Brahms and then Apple Market, which is a couple blocks Apple away. Apple Market ain't bad. It's just it's on the wrong side of town for me. Right, for sure. Um, it reminds me of the grocery stores I grew up with. Yeah. you know, but it is also a little expensive sometimes. But then again, you can find some good meat deals. You know, the when the older you get, the more you're like, that's a good deal on some meat right there. Yeah. You know, my, Look at that. I don't even know the prophecy. My wife does the grocery shopping. <laughs> See, I don't really know. Like, uh, I mean, I know what I pay for it, yeah. but like, I never remember how much per pound. So like my dad will tell me, he was like, well, how much you getting ribeyes per pound over here? And I was like, I haven't bought a ribeye in a long time. I normally buy a New York strip. butcher in him. Yeah, it is. And then I'm like, and also I couldn't tell it. He's like, well, is it nine, 10? I go, it could be 14, 15. I don't know. I've never, I don't look at that Red part. Ribeyes are expensive. I don't look at that part yeah. of it. I look at the total price. I just never look at the per pound price, which I know I should, but I just don't. Yeah. Um, oh, another, the only handy thing I did during all of this, because I don't do many handy things, um, is I have a gas heater in my bedroom. Like one that goes on the wall and it's like tick, 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 whoosh, yeah. you know, the whole thing and fucking warm as shit. Uh, it's been out for like a year where it doesn't like not the spark thing. It just it sparks once when you yeah. first try it and then it doesn't spark ever again for like days. It's, it's one of the long ladders. I did. But <laughs> there's a big glass 
in the front, you can't do it at the front because there's uh, a big piece of glass, so you can't reach it. And then there's another piece of metal in front of the glass. It's all the safety shit, right? So I took it all apart one day when the snowstorm came in, left off the piece on the bottom so I can slide it up through the bottom, and then I put all the other pieces back on. So I have been using it, and, and I mean... Took it, it apart? Did you try to clean that connect thing? Yeah, it still didn't fix uh, it. I know, because I looked up, they said it's just a dirty gap is what it's that's, called. I mean, I know that, I mean, I'm not very mechanically inclined or anything, right. but I figured that'd be the first thing someone tell me, look, here's just good clean roll. Right. And that's that's what, shit that happens to me. I did try. It did not work yet. I mean, maybe, it, I don't know, but it didn't work. Um, it's been lit for date, you know. I mean, I'll turn it off and not, because it gets too hot. Like, it gets to where it's like 80, 80, like, remember Granny Fern's house? It starts feeling like that shit, where it's like... You had to, only one person could be warm at a time. You had to be the one who got to stand in front of the little fire heater. Right. And uh, this is like the whole room. And what happens is it's at one corner of the room. And I know it's all the heat gathers in the top of the other corner. And that's where like my side of the bed is. And I'm like, fuck, it is hot. And Kubi's like, it feels so good. And it does. It does because it's so cold in the rest of the house when you leave it. But I'm like, man, it's like so warm with this man, gas I heater. Give me a hammock on the other side of the room or something. <laughs> uh, but I would highly recommend people getting these gas heaters if you have a gas. Like we have another gas line just chilling out in our dining room. And I'm pretty. Th- I think like by next winter, we should invest in buying another one of these gas heaters. Because if we lost electricity, we could have still gotten it lit, you know. So that's awesome. All right. So anyway, looking into it. Hell yeah. Um. Oh, I have been kind of not really, but a little bit into crypto and stock, you know, cryptocurrencies and the stock market. Um, we have some people in our discord. If y'all want to join, just hit me up. I'll send y'all a link. Um, they talk about it. You know, they care about it. They know way more about it than me. I don't know shit about it. Um, but months ago, two months ago or whenever I mentioned, I, when PayPal got access to the cryptocurrencies, I bought, uh, like $300 worth of cryptocurrency. Right. And then, once everyone was like, yeah, you shouldn't be doing that show at PayPal. You need to be legit and get a real crypto wallet. And I was like, oh, shit. So I got this thing called Coinbase, which I don't think is any fancier, but whatever. And so I pulled it out of PayPal. But around when I did that, fucking Bitcoin took off. And I was like, God damn it. So then I had to wait for it to kind of drop so I could felt right buying back in, you yeah. know, like without being such a loser. But I split the money between Bitcoin and uh, the Ethereum, which is every some people I talked to on the internet, they're like, that's actually the future, like Bitcoin's now or whatever, but it's just setting the stage for Ethereum's really the next shit. So I, you know, took basically like a hundred dollars, $125 like that of each and threw it on each one. And then I've watched it like Bitcoin's going crazy high, you know, at the moment, but it's to the point where like, I don't get paid for still like a couple weeks. Like I need to buy more. Um, so it's just addiction like anything else yeah. because you just watch your little fucking a hundred dollars turn $150 and you're like, why well, do shit? I just sit here and watch it for two weeks. Um, but yeah, then, then you can wake up and it'd be 34. Or, right. Yeah. And I have, you know, I don't think this person listens to the podcast. And if they did, I'm not like saying their name or anything, but I, there was a producer uh, on Twitter who was quitting producing. Right. And I felt, weird about it because everyone was supporting him automatically but he put on there that he was quitting because his wife was making him made him uh, he had like an ultimatum quit producing or you don't have time with your wife and daughter or whatever and i was like now that is fucking crazy and everyone just defended and jumped on his side and i like him you know i'm not saying but i was like we don't even know maybe he don't do shit at home maybe he's like fucking locked in his room and she's like listen motherfucker you yeah. know like but everyone's like 
she don't trust your dreams. She don't follow your dreams. I'm like, we we ain't got none of the information. So yeah, I, was, I agree I, with you on this one, man. I was like, we just, you know, like I do love this, but there are times when Kubi's like, okay, so how much longer are you fucking making beans before you cook dinner or whatever? Because that's something I do. And I'm like, oh shit, you're right, you're right. So I get it. You know, I just I could see how I could get carried away. Anyway, that dude decided he's gonna become a day trader when all this crypto stuff. So he's he changed his name from like his producer name to his normal name on Twitter. And I kind of keep an eye on him because I'm just curious at this point. And last week it was all like I made a thousand dollars this week. This is the best decision of my life I ever made. You know, fucking top of the world. And then this week he's like, I lost all the money I ever made and then some. And I'm, and I'm like, oh my god. And so I just I'm so invested in this. It, dude's it story. baited him in and sucked <laughs> him dry. Oh boy. So just be careful. I guess is what I'm getting at. And I don't know enough. Like I've invested twenty dollars into a cannabis company. Um. And I feel like if that's what my goal, I'm going to every month, I'm going to invest $20 in the stock market into a cannabis company while I'm investing a lot more into real cannabis. And then we're going to see how that goes for me. Now, speaking of cannabis, I'm in limbo right now. Yeah. Waiting for your card. Waiting on my card. But uh, at this one particular place, uh, they kind of know me and Mo and they think uh, we look alike. So we both just went in there and they kind of looked and, you know, he was saying what he needed, and they're kind of looking. Finally, they looked up and be like, what do you want? You know, he's like, we know what you're doing, you know? And finally, they just kept clean, so he, he was cool about it. We knew we knew what we was doing, but he knew what we was doing as soon as he see both of us together. Because yeah, we've you, never been in there together, and they've had conversations with both of us, and they know what products each of us buy, because I almost always get one of those two vendors. Right. They're, one of them are always almost always in there. Um they just know I'm a man of tastes and class and I wouldn't buy that shit. And they were like, wait, what's going on? You want the cheap, the cheap flour? You well, don't buy all the concentrates well, at I that do, place. I usually buy concentrates too, but I have other things I have to. Right. Done. I mean, I also buy flour, just not from there. Cause I think flour at the other place is better. It is. Um, but there's one particular person that I have to get the cheap one for. Right. I feel you. Um, some people have preferences, and it don't. It doesn't matter to some people. You know, I wish I could smoke a bowl of anything. It does matter to me, but uh, my funds say otherwise right now. Right. I mean, I just the last couple times. You know, this month uh, I was supposed to do a big tea break. I don't know if I, I'm talking about the podcast a lot, and then I made it into about six a.m. on February first, and was like, "Fuck, how am I going to go to?" fucking work without smoking a bowl that's crazy so um I, I didn't make it very far and then i was like you know i'm gonna do this whole i just want to smoke when the sun's out you know and that because that's always uh it's a little stoner thing you know you do to like make yourself feel like you're quitting but you're really not you're like well if the sun's out i won't smoke well, so you just goes down. sleep at night then do you <laughs> uh, right and so what happens i wake up early as fuck so yeah. before the sun comes up and then um yeah, there are definitely times I'm like, because it looks down. It looks I realized close. that I'm not that much of a waking baker. Oh, yeah. I, like, I, I barely am. get up, like, and stumble around to get ready and get the Mountain Dew down before I go to go to work. Go but to I also don't see you as a, like, I'm the type of person, once I'm up, I'm, like, I could go feet to the floor the second I wake up. No, I cannot do it. I struggle getting up, and I'm about half dead and don't know what the fuck's going on. I mean, I don't always on. do it. But like Fritz, like when I'm up, like when I know I'm awake, even if it's four in the morning, because this happens lately, uh, I at least sit up in bed and I pull my phone out. And like, I'm not going to just sit there and lay around. Like, I don't know. Once I'm up, I'm up. So once my wife's feet hit the floor, it's over with. She's boom, 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 boom. Oh, what's uh, what's going on? I got to stretch and moan and 
pop knuckles and back and creaks and cracks. Man, I mean, it's probably a good thing. I, I've I really feel like I don't have her hit REM sleep these days. You know, that's probably why I'm just so like ready to Mine be awake. Mine is about three thirty to about seven thirty in the morning. Yeah, I'm I'm wake up about five every morning just on my own. If yeah. I'm like I'm, it's pretty rare for me to sleep past five. I've been averaging these days. shifts like nine to nine pretty much lately. So yeah, no, I can never sleep twelve hours. My body would hurt too much. Like it just does. Like well, that I mean, no, I like nine to nine. That's my work shifts. Oh, so I, see. I ain't trying to fucking you know why you fucking don't lay down on midnight one and fucking toss and turn till three or four and so I don't get up till eight. I still don't get the same amount of sleep everybody else. But right, see, I can go to sleep quickly. I can go sleep very quickly. Um, you know, I've definitely gone that old man thing where it's like Stargate's on, and then I watch it until I'm like, ah, I like that part of this episode. Now I'm gonna go to sleep. And I can pretty much make myself go to sleep. But what happens is at some point in time I'm gonna wake up and like my whole shoulder feels like it's dislocated or something, and my hip hurts. And I'm like, why does my whole body hurt like this? And then everyone around me is like, there's no way your body hurts like that, like you're an old man. I'm like, I know it doesn't make sense, but it does. So I need to smoke a bunch of pot. <laughs> to get yeah. through the day i'll get up and go smoke if i wake up in the middle of the night i'll go smoke some more yeah i mean i've done it i'm, I'm yeah. not against it um like i want to hit by like you know by after i've been up a couple hours but i'm just not wake up and go right to it like you and all my friends right it's just it's not the very first thing I, i've got to slap myself around and get going first i, guess. I mean i'll find myself like three four bowls deep and i haven't even take a drink of water yet oh hell no uh, like i gotta have a liquid first <laughs> i gotta have my mountain dew <laughs> like um i know it's not healthy but i have no it's like i drink such little liquid these days i know you drink like stupid amounts of soda but like i it is almost like a thing of uh yeah i could just not drink anything probably and my mouth's really dry and i'm really thirsty but i'm just like i couldn't uh, do it uh, we'll i see. couldn't do it and then once I do drink something, I'm like you, where I'm like, now I'm drinking. Like I'm once it, the, I've tasted a drop of the liquid, I want all of it. Man, like, that's why I had to I give can up, go a long time in the morning. That's why I had to give up alcohol because no matter what, it's alcohol, Kool Aid, water, tea, coffee, soda. I'm a guzzler. I drink liquid. Just right. chug it. See, and I and tea was sold out, or the tea I like was sold out everywhere. So I've been making Kool Aid this week. And Kool-Aid's good, but I'm fucking over it. I'm like, I'm done with the fruit bunch of Kool-Aid that I've been making all week. And I really feel like an idiot that I don't make my own tea. Because growing up, my mom or my dad, they don't like tea. You know, they don't care about it. But my mom knew I like sweet tea. And so she would make me sweet tea like every week on the stove and fucking pour in a little pitcher just for me. And she would put just enough sugar, like the bare minimal amount to where it's not bitter. But not a pinch more to where it was sweet and that was her type of sweet tea um and so i just don't ever make tea myself these days um but i know it's like a lot cheaper i think if you make your own as opposed well, we to buying like the a gallon cup and a half to two cups of sugar per gallon <laughs> right i mean i just go and buy the red diamond sweet tea that's my shit um it ain't bad. they got this milo's or some shit and i'm like too sweet because to me i don't want something so sweet that it tastes like syrup in my mouth like i wanted to basically have um a refreshness like water but it's just a little sweet. You know, that's what I need. That's why I get out of soda. Oh, no. Soda's uh, <laughs> like, I don't, it's so thick in my mouth these days. I don't know. That's what she said. I know. I was setting you up. Perfect. You knew that was good. Um, so, you know, the last thing I was going to bring up, and I don't at all know how to do this, but I really want to make a cookbook. You know, I cook a lot of meals. 
Um, they're not all good. I had a really bad one this week. I guess I could tell in a minute. Um, but I would like uh, to make my own cookbook. I feel like I could make it a, a podcast of mode cookbook and, you know, get other co-hosts some of their favorite dishes. The only thing that has to happen is I have to cook it, I think, or someone does and take pictures of the product. Like, I want it to be like a, a cool little cookbook if I was going to yeah. really make one. But I don't know what the process is of like printing it bonding it and all that part you I'm know i'm sure Koopy could help you out with that stuff she probably could um but i was i was definitely been thinking about it a lot lately you know i would just like to basically every meal i make for the rest of the year document it so i remember it because as an adult you will just forget meals you know and you're yeah. like oh shit i haven't had this forever um yeah, at least how simple growing up ranch style beans and hamburger meat was considered a meal yeah i mean uh, hamburger steaks, what they call it. It's like just a hamburger patty. We, <laughs> no, like, we uh, actually had some hamburger steak the other day, and it wasn't a hamburger patty. It was like that last cheap cut of steak where they pounded it with that meat mallet. Mm, right. you know? Interesting. Um, yeah, I try to make chicken noodle soup. So uh, here, I'm trying to, I don't know if I remember all the meals I've made during this uh, whole thing, but I do. I made a stew the first night at snow because I love, fucking love a, a good old beef stew myself. Now, growing up, my mom made stew with hamburger meat. Which I think of now of like fucking disgusting. And she called it rainbow stew. I remember that's very, very vividly. And she put tomato, canned tomatoes. And I hate tomatoes. So, like, anyone that knows me um, and spent any time eating with me knows, like, I just fucking hate tomatoes, right? Like, they're my least everything. My mom loves them. They're her favorite food. And so, this was like the battle me and my mom had my whole life of she's like, she just couldn't believe it. And like, every year she's like, just eat one. You like? I'm like, no, I fucking won't. I hate this shit. <laughs> and, um, so yeah, anyway, so I would always kind of hate stew growing up because I had to pick around all these fucking tomatoes and then it was just hamburger meat. You know, I, well, the first time my wife made stew and it wasn't hamburger meat, I was looking around like, what? Yeah, so if you go well, to the store, stew meat. it's called stew meat. I right. know. That's the name of it. So grew, I grew up with hamburger stew too, man. And so like I make uh, a beef stew myself with I'll get an actual seasoning packet of the beef stew seasoning shit, you know, because hearty beef stew or some shit and then uh beef stew i get two cans of del monte mixed vegetables you know it has to be del monte it makes a difference it really does because libby's is fucking gross as fuck and those are the two main ones right and then veg all is okay but it's mainly uh like they don't have very it's not very many greens in their mixed vegetables pork you know? and beans only van camps Okay, I don't even know what Van Camps are. No, so. it's the only one. Oh, okay. I mean, maybe it's one I've always ate and I've never paid attention. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I do that, and then I cut up my own potatoes because I just think that makes a world of a difference, you know? And uh, yeah, it's fucking delicious. I fucking love beef soup. So that was one of the things I ate. Um, I made a potato soup one day, and potato soup is delicious. Like, I just can't get over it. I mean, I made it probably about four times in the last three months, uh, and I never made it before in my life. And it's like, it is so cheap. Oh, I mean, kinda. I guess you have to buy broth and cream cheese and all that shit the way I make it, but it's really, really good. And it's, uh, and I guess I also make bacon. I actually spend a lot of money on some motherfucking potato soup, but <laughs> I do it big. I, I, I make real bacon to like crumble up and put on yeah, top yeah. of it and shit. Cause you're like, I mean, what else are we doing? There's only two of us here. And, uh, yeah, anyway, ate a lot of food. Um, we done some drumsticks. The thing that I did not do well on, um, is I try to make uh, some chicken noodle soup, which Koopy loves all these fucking soups, right? So, so I'm trying to make them and I follow this recipe, but I fucked up at the end cause I put like twice as many noodles as needed to be. So it turned into what should have been a soup to like just this big mushy. It was more like chicken and dumplings, honestly, cause it was just the noodle egg noodles soaked up all the broth. And I kind of did that at camp too. They called it chicken noodle noodle. 
Yeah, Cuba you know, was like, well, it's like chicken noodles. And I was like, like, yeah, in cafeteria, I was like, yeah, that shit used to be good. This shit's not good. I don't know. Oh, it was still good, though. Uh, see, well, the problem with mine, and I've, last night when we ate it and I threw it all away, I've vowed to never uh, buy carrots again because they just, every, the whole thing tasted like the dirt that's on a carrot. And I was like, the whole thing. And I was like, what the fuck? Why do we even have carrots? What, why was this in the recipe? So that's like an example of like, I wouldn't want to put that in the cookbook before I tried it myself to be like, nah, fuck that. I've liked carrots and I've not liked carrots. So right. I see, I always put them in my roast. You know, if I buy a roast, I put potatoes and carrots in there, but that's really the only time I ever do it. I don't prefer warm carrots much at all. See, I've never eaten it. I mean, it's been like I've 25 years before since I've probably eaten a cold but carrot. I don't really prefer it. I love uh, some hot carrots, actually, but um, not if they taste like dirt. I can eat carrots, but... There's a new theory, or maybe not a theory. There's some I've seen um, that says that baby carrots aren't a real thing, but they're just... Like, there's some Asian factory, or some Asian place, they grow carrots, and then in a the factory, they just shape them to look like baby carrots and then put them in a bag. But they're just real carrots that they just carve up to trick us people to buying baby carrots. Huh. Which would make sense. Also bought celery. It's fucking 50 cents for, like... A tree of fucking celery. I hate the way celery grows. There's like, there's so much that you're not going to use. You need like the one or two fucking They could sticks. charge me 50 cents for one stick of it. And I'd be like, okay. But instead they're like, it's 50 cents. And there's like 12 of them in here, but they're all on a big thing. I'm like, oh my God, this is, and I throw away the whole thing. I break off my one or two sticks I need and I throw away the rest. Well, cause it usually goes bad for you. Use it again. Right. Well, I just, I don't do that whole peanut butter and, um, uh, Celery, you know, I don't eat celery with anything. I eat it in my stuffing, and then I try it in some chicken noodles. Stuffing, uh, some, uh, I like it in, uh, what tuna salad, chicken salad. I'm eating that shit. I mean, Cupy likes some tuna salad. I like tuna helper growing up, but when I was in college, me and Pow Wow, one of the meals we tried to cook were tuna helper. And I was like, dude, my mom made this when I was growing up. I loved it. And so we got all excited about it. Whole house smelled like tuna for like three fucking weeks. I was like, what is, who eats this shit? Like, oh my God, it was so nasty. Oh man, who was Powwow breaking over at that time? No, <laughs> I mean, probably wasn't a joke. Uh, probably accurate. Um, all right. I don't think I have anything else. Uh, we actually went probably way long, uh, but it's all cool. Let me know if anyone will be interested in the cookbook. I don't know if I can sell these. I don't know if I need to make it like just a, an online document you could print off for yourself that would be presented well, least, by the podcast. At least 10 cents a page or something. <laughs> um, but anyway, I'm going to look into the code book Hell, Everything's got to be about making money right now, Mo. Be the regular Beverly Goldberg. All right. Peace, man. Peace.
makes beats.